want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to it. I get so like giddy and excited to record the podcast now because it's like Christmas every time I post an episode. So I... I'm just super happy to be here today with you guys. I'm doing another morning recording while I'm recording the intro in the morning. If I sound a little sleepy, that's why. I really have been enjoying recording the bulk of the episode prior and then coming back and recording the intro. So that's just kind of the schedule that has been working well for me recently. I've kind of been trial and erroring with trial and erroring. I don't know if that's a verb, but I'm going to turn it into one with a bunch of different schedules because I really have not been feeling 100% lately. I don't know if I'm just exhausted or if I'm starting to feel burnt out, but I've kind of come to the conclusion that whatever routine I'm currently doing isn't really serving me anymore. I'll definitely have an updated routine episode for you guys coming soon once I kind of figure out what's working, but I've decided that it's self-care season. I know like in May I said it's hot girl summer, but I don't think I can handle hot girl summer, guys. (laughs) Let's just be realistic for a second. If one of us really believed that I could handle hot girl summer, we were wrong. We were wrong. I, I think I was a little too confident going into, let me rephrase this, we can still have a hot girl summer, but I just need to relax. Y'all know I moved like six months ago and I have been going hard but not even like hard is a relative term I've been eating out a little bit too much I've probably been drinking a little bit too much I've truly been enjoying myself but I think I've just hit a point where it's like okay Lily you can continue to go down this path of really enjoying yourself or you can kind of start to take care of yourself again. So I'm choosing the take care of myself road. I really was not feeling well this past weekend. I got really sick on like Thursday and then I spent like 72 hours in bed and I was like, okay, this is definitely a sign that I've just exhausted myself and I kind of need a reset. So enter self-care season. Okay. Um, I have a laundry list of things that I am doing to kind of hit the reset button and I would love to do a comprehensive episode about the things that I'm doing um, because it's pretty long and it's very specific to me and I think obviously I share lots of tips and tricks on the podcast but anytime I go into any sort of routine I obviously it's obviously super important to hone in on 
what works for me doesn't always work for everybody so I need to kind of write my thoughts down on that episode and obviously I'm still fine-tuning this routine this reset but I thought of a cool new segment and this is something that I do in my journal that I thought would be fun to share on the podcast so I like to write down lists of things that I need to do more of to feel good and things that I need to do less of that don't make me feel good. So I figured that every week I would share something that I'm doing more of and something that I'm doing less of. So right now in this self-care season, I've decided that I need to switch up my workouts because what I'm currently doing isn't really serving me. So I was going to F45 a lot. I kind of stopped going to yoga just because I didn't really find a time slot that worked well for me. I've decided that in this self-care season, I need to go back to strength training and yoga, kind of alternate those and do less hit. So I've actually joined a gym um, here in Annapolis and it's just kind of just like your, I don't want to say like your average gym, but it's just like your run of the mill gym. Like there's treadmills, like the cardio section, there's Stairmaster, whatever. And then there's a bunch of weights and stuff. Like the weight floor is pretty generous, I would say. So I joined this gym. I went for the first time last night and I got a great strength workout in and it just reminded me how much I love strength training. When something makes you feel good, there's no reason to stop. I do this all the time to myself. I think like the grass is always greener. If I start, you know, doing, in this case, a a different type of workout, when in reality, like if it's not broken, don't fix it. So I'm going back to strength training. I've always loved strength training and it's truly what makes me feel the best. Um, So I'm going to start doing that probably like two to three times a week and then I need to go back to yoga at least twice a week or at least do it on my balcony in the morning or just do something because I everything in my body is incredibly just wound up and yoga is the, the first and only thing that I've found that truly calms my stress and makes me feel a lot less anxious. Oh, another thing that I'm doing, speaking of anxiety, I'm not drinking coffee. I know, right? (laughs) I have stopped drinking coffee. We're going on day five of no caffeine. So I'll keep you guys posted on how that's going, but I'm feeling good. And I don't know if it's just because it's summer and the days are longer and I'm spending more time in the sun in the morning, kind of getting that more natural, energizing feeling rather than drinking caffeine. Um, But I am not drinking coffee. My current favorite is a fresh market find. This stuff is dangerous, you guys. I could eat the entire jar. It's Julie's Real Cashew Coconut Vanilla Nut Butter. It literally tastes like candy. I'm not joking. I can't even like put it on like toast in the morning or anything because it's a little too sweet for the morning time, but I'll literally just take a giant spoonful of it and eat it for dessert. It's so good. I'll leave it linked in the show notes for you guys. Cashews are naturally sweet. And then you add like the cinnamon, the vanilla. It's incredible. If you put it in the fridge, it kind of tastes like ice cream. Really, really great. I found it at Fresh Market. I've never heard of this brand before, but I follow them on Instagram and they have a lot of followers. So I guess they're not like new, but they're new to me. Um, But check it out. It's really, really yummy. A couple just miscellaneous announcements. I kind of just dove right into um, the life updates when I turn on the mic, but a couple podcast announcements. In last week's episode, I chatted about the idea of starting a book club, kind of just like put the feeler out there 
and I got a lot of good feedback from you guys and I was curious as to how we should host this book club because if I do it on the show it's just me talking and little to no feedback so a ton of you recommended this app called Geneva it's kind of like slack but a little more community focused so I decided to make us a Geneva chat um, it's just called 8020 I'm still playing around with how the app works um, so please bear with me if you guys were around last summer I tried to do something like this with a platform called tribe and it was kind of just really cumbersome and you could only really use it on the desktop and I never used it so I was like if I'm not even using the platform that my people are supposed to be on like what's the point so I quickly shut it down after like a couple months and it just wasn't really catching like no one really used it the way that I had hoped and so it was more like Facebook I would compare it to like Facebook or Twitter for communities so that didn't really last but this app Geneva seems super user-friendly it's really like kind of fun to use I created a couple different rooms so there's welcome um, where you can introduce yourself there's the August book club I figured that we could start it in August so if you click on the August book club tab I posted something that just said what book should we should we read first so if you guys have any ideas of books to read just drop them there I'm not really a big fiction girl although I am currently reading it ends with us by Colleen Hoover I'm like halfway through I don't know how I feel about it we'll come back to that maybe like next week's episode when I finish it I'm more of like a self-improvement book type of gal but it has to be a very specific type of self-improvement book it can't be your generic run-of-the-mill workout and eat healthy you know so anyway drop your suggestions in the august book club tab and then there's a chat tab this one i'm not really sure what this will look like but i guess if we want to chat we can go there <laughs> and then open forum is an opportunity to ask questions drop suggestions network with each other etc so those are the four open rooms that anyone can join and if you guys have ideas of rooms that we should add please let me know i also made another room called annapolis gals because i made a tiktok this is so funny i made a tiktok like two weeks ago and it was of my parents and i going out downtown um in annapolis and this tiktok kind of went viral to some degree i don't know viral for me um tons of likes tons of comments and tons of girls saying that they live in the area and that they want to connect so i figured that this would be like a really fun place to do it i was going to make an instagram group message but i still haven't done that yet so i figured that if you guys listen to the show and you live in annapolis or even like dc baltimore that kind of area um hop in this group and then we can all connect with each other and meet up for drinks and and do stuff like that so that room is locked so you have to be invited so maybe just like send me a dm if you live in annapolis um, or in the surrounding areas and i'll set you guys up in that room but just click the link in the show notes it'll take you to 8020s geneva page chat whatever and we'll go from there if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you know that i share lots and lots of healthy habits, tips, tricks, advice. And I know sometimes it can get incredibly overwhelming to walk away and be like, okay, what should I even have taken away from this episode? So if there's one thing that you walk away with, let it be this. 
for a while I was taking tons and tons of supplements and it just became really cumbersome and then I heard about Athletic Greens AG1 so I was like okay what's all the hype about I gotta check this stuff out with just one scoop of AG1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food sourced superfoods probiotics and adaptogens that help you start your day right so like i mentioned before i'm not drinking coffee anymore so i love to have some sort of yummy beverage in the morning and ag1 has this like tropical mild flavor obviously super yummy all year round but perfect in the summer i just take one scoop and toss it into like 12 ounces of water i shake it up in my little water bottle and then i like to pour it into a coffee mug just to kind of give me that like elevated feel i'll go out on my balcony i'll journal i'll read and I'll drink my AG1, and it's just the perfect way to start my day. It's lifestyle friendly, so whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you can take AG1, and it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, artificial flavors, and it still tastes amazing. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop into water every day, that's it. There's no need for a million different supplements and pills to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash 8020. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash 8020 to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We are long overdue for one of these monthly, I put that in air quotes, monthly Q&A episodes because I haven't done one since April and they used to be pretty consistent. So we're bringing it back for the month of July and then hopefully we'll just continue to do them every single month. Maybe it'll be like a bonus episode. So instead of four episodes a month, we'll do five. Honestly, I wish that I could post an episode every single day. And I've thought about doing something called a pod week where I post one episode every day, but I feel like one, one is a lot. I spend at least like five to 10 hours on the podcast every week, whether it's just like creating content for it or recording or editing or whatever. But, but I totally wish that I had more hours in a day because I would totally do a pod week or an episode every day for like the rest of my life. Anywho, we're long overdue for an Ask Lily and I figured that a fun theme would be relationships, dating, hookups, boys, etc, etc, etc. In last week's episode, I told you guys that I take an interest in interpersonal communications, uh, relationships, the way that men and women communicate with each other because I think that it's pretty intriguing personally. I'm definitely not a relationship expert, so all of these pieces of advice, this feedback is going to be from my personal experience. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. That's true for honestly anything on the internet. Anytime we're getting advice from someone, like you know you best, no doubt about it, but it's nice to get some, you know, some outsider perspective. I'm not an expert, you guys know that, but I have been told that I give pretty good advice. I have two sisters, I'm the middle child, so typically I coach Lexi. Sometimes she coaches me, though, and then Marley coaches both of us. So shout out, Marley, for being the head coach. You guys reached out with a ton of really, really good questions, 
and I picked ones that were pretty thorough so I had some context to them because oftentimes if the question's just like how to be single it's like okay that's really broad and I could go run in tons of different directions with that but a, a lot of you actually DM'd me like a paragraph of your situation which I love because it gives me some context I can really speak on it I went through all your submissions and I made notes and stuff so I'm gonna read a handful of them I probably won't get to all of them but a lot of them overlapped so we're gonna call this episode breakup boot camp because to me it seems like everybody and their mother has recently gotten out of a relationship So I think that we all have something in common. Not like I need to disclose all my relationship background, but I am recently single, like within the past six months or so. I was in a long distance, long-term relationship in college and um, things recently ended. We went our separate ways. So I am currently in a season of singleness and it has brought me a lot of perspective. I've grown a lot and I've learned a lot and I'm learning about this new version of myself every day. So I'm kind of taking my singleness as a learning opportunity. Um, So that's kind of probably the perspective that'll lean towards when I answer some of your questions or your stories or your situations. But yeah, I think that you can learn a lot from being single and we'll get into all of that um, once I start answering questions. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted questions. It's so cool to connect with you guys. And if you want to submit a question next time, you can do so on Instagram. I'll do a feed post about it. Or if you just have a question or a situation that comes to mind that you want advice on, send me a DM and that will kind of help me like pick out themes for the monthly episode. If there's even a theme or I'll just kind of compile them into a folder of screenshots on my phone and throughout the month and then answer them when it comes time to record the episode. With that being said, let's get on into it. This is Breakup Bootcamp probably episode one out of who knows how many. Hope you guys enjoy. I know that you've answered breakup advice questions in the past, but my two-year relationship with my boyfriend slash best friend ended this week. Do you have any tips on getting through the immediate days slash weeks after a breakup, even when it feels like you can't do anything? Any tips on simply missing him? I can't stay busy 24 hours a day to stop thinking about him. Also, for context, we ended things simply because of distance. Because of our careers, there was no end to distance in sight. We were both devastated but knew it was necessary and best for us individually. We still love each other and want the best for each other, but it's really hard when you're so intertwined with a person and then one day it's just all over. First off, I just wanted to say I know exactly how you feel. I can heavily, heavily empathize with you and I am so sorry that this has been your week. The immediate days following the breakup are probably the hardest. Right now, let yourself be sad. You don't have to go like immediately fixing your feelings. Like it's okay to be sad. Anytime we feel like a negative emotion, we want to do something about it right away. We're like, oh, this is so wrong. Like I'm not supposed to be sad or I'm not allowed to be sad, but you're allowed to be sad for however long you need to be sad for. Because, like you said, you guys still love each other, you still have respect for each other, and you just ended things based on circumstances. I think that the best thing you can do right now is just give yourself a lot of grace. And you even said in your message, you know to work out, you know to exercise, you know to make sure that you're sleeping, etc, etc. So I'm not going to bore you with those, like, obvious things. But even then, like, if you don't feel like going to a workout just because you're sad, like, that's fine. It's okay. Give yourself plenty of grace 
and you're probably already doing this, but surround yourself with people who lift you up, whether it's family members or friends or even just different like things out in the community that you like to do that make you happy. I definitely recommend taking a social media break. Even if your significant other isn't on social media very often, I think it's really, really easy when you're not feeling 100% to go on and compare yourself. If you go on your phone and you start scrolling and you see like, oh, you know, these people got engaged or like this person is celebrating their one-year anniversary or their 10-year anniversary, it's just going to make you feel worse and avoid your camera roll at all costs. Like memory lane is a dangerous place to be. Honestly, just turn off your phone for a few days if you can. And if you can't because of like work or I know it's hard to just turn your phone off, make sure that you just kind of block or delete apps that you think might put you in a in a negative headspace. Tips on missing him. If you guys ended mutually on good terms, I think it's okay to kind of like check in periodically as if you were checking in on a friend Although that's a slippery slope as well. If you just rip the band-aid off and just stop talking altogether, it's going to make it a lot easier to get over this person. Whereas if you keep like relying on them and going back to check in and see if they're okay, it's probably going to make the like, grieving process a lot worse. So that's kind of a judgment call. Like what do you want to put yourself through? Like elongate the process of getting over him by reaching out. Or do you want to just kind of like rip the bandaid off, be super sad now, like not reach out and lean on your other support network instead? I would say the rip the bandaid off approach and just like cut all contact is probably better, even if you ended on good terms, but it's up to you. You ended your message by saying, I'm sorry if this was a lot, but I'm feeling really overwhelmed and lost. Totally valid feelings. When you're with someone for a year, two years, it's really, really hard to separate your identity from that person's identity. Like you guys kind of get grouped together and kind of becomes like a unit. Of course, you're going to feel lost because you did lose something, but it's okay because you're going to gain so much more in the weeks, months, years to come. You don't have to do anything about the sadness. Just feel it, ride the wave, and it's going to get better. I promise. Hey Lily, I discovered your podcast recently and honestly, I love it so much. Thank you. Um, I'm newly single and I'm okay with it, but I'm not sure when to start putting myself out there again or even how to do so. I made a few dating app profiles, but everybody just wants to hook up. And even when I did go on a few dates, it really just made me miss my ex. We broke up for a good reason. And like I said, I'm okay with it, but I need some advice on how to get back out there again. Getting back out there. What a topic. I don't think that there's a specific timeline that you have to follow. You could get back out there like the next day or you could get back out there two years from now. It's really a personal choice as to when you think you're ready. And it sounds to me if these guys from the dating apps aren't really suiting you, you might not be ready. Or guys from dating apps just aren't always the pick of the litter? I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, this will be transparent. I made like half of a hinge profile the other day, but then I got to like the adding the pictures part and I'm like, I feel like it's online shopping. Is it not? Like, I don't want to be someone's entertainment, like when they're just scrolling on their phone. That's so stupid. I literally post on Instagram, like that's my job is to create entertainment for people to scroll. But I personally like 
my personality, me as a as like a human being, I don't want that to be someone's like entertainment. I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm never going to do dating profiles. I'm just not into it right now. Maybe down the line. I know that people have had success on them. I don't know. I just, I feel eh about them. I'd rather meet someone organically. Like this is kind of a tangent, but you know how fun it is to just like be at a bar and then hit it off with like a super organic conversation with someone and then like he buys you a drink and you guys sit there and chat for a while. Like that's super fun. It's organic. You never know where the night's going to take you. However, if you're just scrolling Hinge and you meet up, there might be an expectation. I feel like Tinder comes with a little bit more expectation than Hinge, but who's to say? Sounds like these guys, in, in your experience, these guys have expectations, which is totally fine, um, you know, to each their own. But to me, it sounds like maybe you're just not interested in any of the guys that you've seen thus far. Or maybe truly you aren't ready to get back out there. Maybe you miss your ex because you haven't fully gotten over him and that's super valid too. So if it doesn't feel right, you don't have to date right now. You can take a break. You don't have to have a roster. My entire TikTok for you page is all about like having your roster and having like five crushes at once, but you don't have to have a roster. You can take a break. There are seasons of having a roster and there are seasons of just working on yourself so you figure out what type of single season you want to have like do you want to have a lineup or do you want to like find yourself it's up to you recently things with my boyfriend have been really strange he seems super uninterested in my life and he's become really distant so i started doing the same thing to him even though i know that that's totally toxic we rarely even talk about things with substance anymore and it just feels like everything's fizzling out. But we've been together for four years and I cannot see my life without him. Should I try to mend things or do you think that it's just time for a fresh start? Oof. Couple follow-up questions because this could change the direction of this scenario. If things have been distant and strange and he's been uninterested for like six months now, that's a big problem. However, if it's just like this week he's become uninterested maybe that's something to kind of bring up. I think having open dialogue and communications in relationships is incredibly important. So when something weird happens, you can bring it up and be like, hey, this has been bothering me. Can we talk about this? But if this has been going on for like months and months and months on end, and he just doesn't even ask how your day was, huge problem. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to end things or to stay with him because that's definitely not my place and I think I do need a little more context before I kind of give you one direction or the other. But if you're okay with this distance that he's created between the two of you and then now that you're creating between the two of you, if you're okay with it, then to me it doesn't really sound like a relationship. If you can't sit down and talk about anything to use your words with substance, it just doesn't really sound like you're both giving 100% because relationships can't be 50-50. They have to be 100 and 100. I would definitely take some time and consideration. Honestly, write out like a pros and cons chart. If you're only staying with him because you've been together for so long, to me, it doesn't really matter if you've been with someone for four months or four years. If you can't have open communication, open dialogue, and be interested in each other's days, it just doesn't sound like either of you is very happy. So... A lot of factors here. Obviously, I don't want to sway you one way or the other, but I think maybe it's just time to like take a step back, evaluate what's really going on, 
think on it, talk to a trusted friend, and just try to like walk through what each of these different paths could mean for you, your future, and your future as a couple. I've been talking to this guy for quite some time now, and I'm not sure if he actually wants to make a move. We typically hang out pretty late at night, and I don't want to be needy and ask him if we're a thing, but I'm just really tired of not knowing where he stands. Sorry, I'm giggling because you said that you hang out late at night. Um, I'm tired of not knowing where he stands. Advice needed, please. I just don't want to ruin something if he could be more than just a crush. Gosh. Okay, so if you are talking to someone you're just kind of in this like dating phase and i use the term dating loosely right like you're dating like you're going on dates or you're going on hangouts or hanging out late at night whatever we'll just call that all dating not relationship yet you're not at that like relationship stage but like you're definitely more than friends so you're like dating or talking whatever so you're in this like phase and you're exploring the potential between one another right like You're just kind of getting to know each other. You're feeling it out. For the sake of this um, scenario, we'll say you've been doing this for like a month. You guys have been hanging out and you're still getting to know each other, right? You're trying to figure out if you see things going further with him. Sounds to me like you do. He's trying to figure out if he wants to pursue you as well. So you guys are kind of in this getting to know you phase. Obviously, you and I both know that you're currently more than friends, but boys really like the chase. This is where it gets juicy. Boys like the chase. So if you guys have been talking for like a month and you tell him that you really like him and you want to be more than friends, he might no longer be interested. Why? I don't know. I could not tell you. But boys, for some reason, like to have to kind of work for it. So make him work for it a little bit. If you guys only see each other late at night, maybe stop seeing him late at night and see if he wants to go on like a dinner date or even just go grab drinks. Maybe you're seeing each other at 6 p.m. instead of 11, you know? If he makes an effort to see you outside of your usual hours, it might mean that he likes you. Might mean it. It doesn't mean that he does it. But on the other hand, if he's not really interested in meeting outside of your usual hours, then he probably isn't super interested. So that's kind of one way to tell. Once you start becoming less available to him, it'll somehow magically be more attractive. I don't know how this works, but I kind of figured this theory out not too long ago and all of my guy friends have confirmed. I've come to all of them and said, is this true? And they're like, yeah, let him enjoy the chase. Like maybe don't text him back for a little bit. Keep him waiting. I don't want to tell you to be toxic. I don't want to tell you to play games, but it might be kind of fun. See where it goes. And this way, you'll really know if he's actually interested or if he just wants to hang out late at night, you know? But if you're okay with hanging out late at night, then that's fine too. Do your thing, girl. Do what you gotta do. But if I were you, I would not hit him with that what are we conversation because he'll probably just be like, we're nothing, which is really sad. And it's just gonna feel like rejection and rejection sucks. Another important thing to keep in mind too is that if he wanted to, he would. And if he wanted you to know that he liked you, you would know it. Just saying. All right, you guys, that's pretty much going to be it for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. 
If you did, be sure to leave a rate, leave a review, share the episode with a friend, and that just helps more people find and listen to the show, which helps me continue to keep creating the show for you. Don't forget to check out the link in the show notes to join our 8020 Geneva group situation. I'm excited to see where this goes, like kind of get it off the ground, explore like more rooms. Any like feedback or ideas that you guys have for the group are always welcome. So feel free to shoot me a DM. I hope that you guys liked today's episode. I know I only answered like four or five questions or like situations, but they were pretty in depth. So I hope that you guys kind of liked this format um, better than like the rapid fire, like Q&A type of thing that we've done in the past. So if you liked it, let me know. Um, Love you guys lots and I will chat with you on Thursday.